0: Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips.
1: Good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. Well, after a couple of quiet weeks here in New South Wales, feature racing back in full swing. Of course, we've got the 715 at the gardens this Saturday night. We've got the Chief Havoc Cup this weekend at Gunada as well. It's going to be a big week, Greyhound racing-wise. We've got a big show this morning. Our first guest, Andy Lord, as he talks us through Corborn Magic, who was terrific, winning his heat of the 715 at the Gardens last Saturday night.
2: Racing, Sound of Silence is away nicely. It's pressing forward, but Buzz Junkie beat it out. Led Sound of Silence, Pocket Money goes to third. Back on the inside was Corborne Magic in fourth spot. Nay clear of Holistic Key and Ziggy Stardust. And well back is Zipping Virginia and Overflow Lisa. Sound of Silence ran to the lead. As they passed the judge on the first occasion, they jammed behind it. Sound of Silence got away, led by five. Corborne Magic goes to second. Three lengths away was Ziggy Stardust in third. And then Buzz Junkie dropping off, Pocket Money was next further back then came overflow lisa zipping virginia holistic key off the back the leader is sound of silence corborne magic looms up on its outside sound of silence corborne magic they drive to the line together corborne magic and those sound of silence photo third ziggy stardust fourth overflow lisa next in was zipping virginia buzz junkie Pock-
1: and corborne magic beating sound of silence in a heat of the 7 15 at the gardens last saturday night he's developing a very good record 16 times he's been to the races for five wins, five seconds, and uh, three-thirds, and he's only ever been beaten once over the 700 metres. We're joined by his trainer now, Andy Lord. Good morning to you, Andy. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, how did Corball Magic come through the run there on Saturday night?
3: Yeah, it came through all right. It pulled up a little bit sore, but we got on top of that straight away, and um, no, he's ready to go, mate.
1: And you must have been pleased with with his staying performance there the other night. We, we know how good Sound of Silence uh, has been, and particularly how he, he went the, the previous week. So to give him a start and, and, and run him down must have been very pleasing for you.
3: Yeah, it was good. The previous week, our dog had never seen the gardens. It was his first go back over 700, and he went really well. And then there was probably a 10-day break, which probably didn't suit him, but you know, he, he sort of grinded to the line. I think he'll be a lot better this week. And he, look, he's
1: only 22 months old. He's been the youngest stayer going around, and
3: he's got a bright future. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As I, as I said before, he's only been beaten once over the seven hundred, and that was by Holistic Key, who who went on to qualify for the Sydney Cup on a on million dollar chase night. And as a, as a young dog, if he continues to improve, he's he's going to be a very good stayer in the making, isn't he?
3: Yeah, he is. I mean, law of averages says he's got to improve at 22 months. So, you know, when he was born to stay, he's bred to stay. So um, he's he's probably, you know, these these dogs are a little bit older and a little bit smarter, but um, I give him a really good chance on Saturday.
1: And he's drawn the outside box on Saturday night. What were your initial thoughts after the box draw?
3: Oh, I mean, boxers don't worry me. I mean, you've got to make your own luck. You know, you can draw the red and think you're immoral and, you know, you can say you want the fence and, you know, just the way the race pans out. Boxers sort of don't worry me. I mean, I'm used to go or box, box, box six, but at the end of the day, a dog like him, you know, I mean, He's, he might be better off boxed out there the way there's a bit of speed in it and hopefully he can get a run on the corner and get in a good position. And if he does... Um, it'll be very, very hard to beat.
1: Yeah, I guess, uh, particularly in a staying race, luck in running is probably a, a little bit more important than a, than say the box draw. Even if you draw poorly, and you get the right luck, you can you can overcome a bad box, I suppose. Now, if Corball Magic can win the seven fifteen on Saturday night, it would mean that you would clean up the the state's richest races this year, having already won the Easter Egg a Million Dollar Chase with. She's a pearl. How much would that mean to both yourself and Jody to to win arguably the three biggest races on the New South Wales Greyhound calendar?
3: No, oh, it's probably something you never think you can do. It's like winning the lottery, I suppose. But um, we sort of never look at statistics or what, what's going to happen. I mean, if it does happen, that'll be great. And, you know, more so for the dog. He's only 22 months old. and it, Look, stayers are really hard to find. And when you get a good one, um sky's the limit with him and he's a dog that you know, you you probably won't even see what he can really do to his two and a half. So whatever he does Saturday night, um, I think we'll be seeing a lot more of him, you know.
1: Yeah, well certainly very exciting times. With Corborn Magic now aside from him in the seven fifteen, it was a good week. Uh for York Kennel. We saw Coast Model impressive winning over the six hundred last Thursday. There's a race 600 meter race at the gardens this week will we will we see her go up there as well
3: yeah i'll take her and um she'll go up for the 600 and um the luckless tiger jack will go up for the 700 so
1: um
3: yeah we'll have a couple of runners in in their main races
1: and just you mentioned tiger jack there it must be pretty frustrating for you he he looks like he could be a very, very good stayer in the making, but since he's gone up to the the 700, he's just had no luck at all, has he? No,
3: nah, it just worries you a bit when dogs start to find trouble, or you can make excuses for him, and he's just making his run at the wrong time every time, and you know, and that's at the first corner when everybody wants to get off or get in their position and. He seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I just hope he doesn't keep making a habit of it and learns from it and because um, he's a dog that, that could win anything as a stayer. He's, he's very, very talented.
1: Yeah, I remember some of those early starts in his career when he was running home in in sort of 1750, 1750 and 1760 at, at Wentworth Park and he just screamed uh, superstar stayer, but he just hasn't had that luck. As yet, and also we saw Bandit Ned return to the winners list uh, at Wentworth Park last Wednesday. It was a win that, that the time wasn't fast, but it was the manner in which he won. He had no luck, but uh, his last half of the race was very, very good there last week. How has he come through that? And where will we see him next?
3: Yeah, he come through really good. He, he actually He actually tried to go along the fence, which I've never seen him do, whether that's because he's fresh or he just you know, he'd always, he's dead set an outside dog, you know, and, but when he couldn't get along the fence and he, he, he pulled out and went around and he, he, you know, he was impressive. He's, he's back better than ever and he's going to box one tomorrow night at Wentworth Park, which won't suit him, but, um, there's a bit of speed around him. Hopefully he'll get him in a good position. If he does well, he'll be hard to beat, but, um, I'm, I'll be setting him for the next million dollar chase, hopefully.
2: Yeah
1: and is there any chance we might see him if he's if he's impressive tomorrow night, maybe head to to Brisbane for the Brisbane Cup or will you more just keep him to new south wales to to really target that MDC?
3: It's really hard to travel at the moment with all the money on offer in new south wales it's it's hard to travel it's you know you can probably if you got the right dog you can sit back and wait for these races i mean even the sprint races that are going on and there's just so much happening in New South Wales it's it's hard to travel and, and made it, it. it's a big effort to take dogs, you know, like when you've got a big team of dogs and you, you, you sort of to do the right thing by the animal you should be going, whether it's Brisbane or Melbourne is go and trial them on the track and you know, it's so hard to do that I mean, for us just to get away and go to Brisbane and trial, come home and then go back and race, you know, it's it's not easy we've done it, but it's not easy to do, you know,
1: yeah, for sure. and and just just before you go, she's a pearl, obviously she uh, had that uh, pretty publicized late scratching at wentworth Park. How's she going and and when do you expect to to see her back at the racetrack?
3: Well, she's had a massive season um which was expected when she did come on because it is a first season and it's it's um, probably into the third week of it now and She's just about off. So, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we've been given a light work and uh, over the next few weeks, we'll, we'll step that up a bit. And we're in the hurry to bring her back, but I reckon four to six weeks from now, you'll see her.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And if she recovers and, and gets back to that form, it'll be a, a nice little program. I, I would assume with the, the Nationals here in, in Sydney this year, uh, leading into the MDC uh, in September and October, uh, yep. For her to to try and create a bit of history.
3: Yeah, well, let's hope we can do it.
1: Well, um, you've got the greyhound. That's that's the the envy of all, I suppose. With she's a pearl. Well, firstly, good luck with Corball Magic this week in the seven fifteen, Andy, and and also the rest of your team with Coastmodel and Tiger Jack also going up to the Gardens. And then, man, and of course, tomorrow night and, and further down the track, she's a pearl when she returns to the racetrack. Good to talk to you, and I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. Thanks, mate. There we have Andy Lord, who is quietly confident Corborne Magic can run a race in the 7.15 this Saturday night. At the Gardens, the half a million dollar to the winner race. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we chat with Lisa Delbridge, who talks her Victorian champ, Jarek Bale.
0: On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds.
2: Racing Jarek Bale away nicely. Speed in the centre, Commission in your time. And Tanya Keeping and Zipping Kansas driving over from the outside. Cop to check there. Into the first bend, the leader, Commission. Jarek Bale goes to second. They're four on Zipping Kansas. Tanya Keeping back to fourth. Followed by Line of Quality. Next, then in your time, Hank the Hustler, Sandra Sticker. Out of the straight, Jarek Bale railed through, grabbed the lead. Over Commission, Zipping Kansas working up again. And they were followed by Tanya Keeping taking an inside run. As is Line of Quality running on. They're well clear over commission off the back the leader Jarek bale it's a length and a half over zipping kansas in third spot line of quality then tenure keeping Jarek bale in front kicking strongly in the straight line of quality late oh don't know Jarek Bale in front. Line of quality dived at at the inside. Maybe Jarek Bale just over line of quality. Next in was Zipping Kansas followed by Tanya Keeping.
1: Well, caller Phil Roberts was spot on there. Jarek Bale just prevailed over line of quality and we're joined by his trainer now, Lisa Delbridge. Good morning to you, Lisa. Morning. You must have been very pleased with his win the other night. He he looked to be pretty vulnerable in race when Zipping Kansas had loomed to his outside and then Line of quality had run up behind him, but he dug deep late and he was able to just hang on. That must have gave you uh, a lot of pleasure to to get him qualified for the 7.15 this week.
4: Yeah, it was uh, more of a relief, if anything. Um, He uh, pulled up sore after Sandown Cup, so he never actually raced or trialled in between, so he had 16 days off, so he was was very fresh. And uh, to come into a race of the quality, you, you, you just cross your fingers that, um, he's still fit enough to, to run the distance out. And when uh, Zipping Kansas was so close, I thought, oh, God, here we go. And then right on the line, I thought, oh, no, he's got run down. But I, I knew he'd still qualified. So it was a uh, bit sweet, But, yeah, no, it was more of a relief and, and, and exciting at the same time.
1: And you mentioned after Sandown, he was a bit sore, so you haven't done anything with him. Because of that, I assume it's the first time he's seen... The Gardens, I'm, I'm tipping you and Mark would be thinking that there's going to be a lot of improvement in him this week.
4: Yeah, well, our aim was to come up the week before and just run him on the Thursday night um, at the Gardens. But Judy, uh, he just slightly strained um, his ligaments on one of his hocks. So um, it was, oh well, he'll just have to go in blind. And I mean, ideally, he drew inside off the red. So he, you know, you know, I mean, he's a season Like, he you knows how to run in a, in a field. So, I mean, the gardens didn't look like it was that part of a, a track to, to get around first time without a look. I um, might have been different if he'd drawn off out wide, but um, no to do his credit, he, he hung on and um, we're back again next week.
1: And he, as you mentioned, he's a he's a seasoned campaigner. We saw him go to Dubbo for the Country Classic. How is he with the travel? Does he handle the travel okay?
4: Yeah, he, he seems to. Um we done uh something different this time. We, when we were going to Dubbo we we're going up the day before and um sort of staying overnight and this time we just went up straight up Saturday and um come we stayed overnight Saturday night but um we'll do the same again this week. He his weight never changed or anything. Um so yeah, no, he travelled well both both sides both that we took up on Saturday both both travelled well so um
1: yeah, that's, that'll be the plan this week. And if he is to win, his prize money would would skyrocket to just below nine hundred thousand. Yourself and Mark, although full time trainers, you're still at heart a family. This is a, a two part question. Would a win like this change your life? And also, how exciting is it to be racing for for this type of prize money? Well, it's
4: ridiculous, really. <laughs> the amount of money that is up to offer is just uh, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and um, to win would uh, definitely cement like um, money wise I mean we're in the process of building a new home so it's taken us 20 years to get this new home so this would, that would certainly put a big chunk out of it but um, I mean for the job that we, you do 24-7 you work your, you know, your bum off and to reap the rewards, it's very, it's very honourable to um, win that sort of money. But um, you know, it'll be, it'll be exciting. I mean, you always, you know, you aim for the best, and just to even to win the inaugural race um, like this race, I mean, it's um, yeah, it will be good.
1: Yeah, I could imagine it. And- might even, might even add a little room onto the end if he was able, if he was able to score on Saturday.
4: Yeah, that's right. You never know.
1: Yeah, exactly, and 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 the box draw. I, I know you mentioned now he's a bit of a seasoned campaigner. He can handle uh, getting through a field, through the Sandown cup, he drew the outside on on both occasions. A lot of people said he's probably better suited drawn to the inside. He's he's got an inside draw on Saturday night. How do you? How do you see the race unfolding, I suppose, for him from box three?
4: Uh, We were happy with the draw box three. I mean, he's got two dogs on his inside that both led their races and led easy. So, and the four um, line of quality hasn't got a lot of pace out of the boxes. So, he should get a nice, well, fingers crossed, he gets a nice cover run um, behind the other two and um, he'll improve this. He should improve this week. I mean, he's um, New South Wales um, boxes, and that are a bit different to ours. But we come out good. But he, he just got hampered early by the four commission, and in the race, and um, so. But he, he'll improve this week, and hopefully, hopefully does it again.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure. If he if he gets the right luck, puts it all together, improves off what he did last week, he'll be he'll be right in the race. There's no question about that. So good luck this weekend to both yourself and Mark. I'm sure. Uh, he'll he'll run the race of his life there on Saturday night. Thank you very much. There we have Lisa Delbridge talking to us about her champ, Jarek Bale, who's going to be one of the big players in the 7.15 at the Gardens this Saturday night. (laughs) On Sky
0: Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds.
3: Racing back and forth away quickly, but not as well as Orson Laurie, who explodes out to lead to the kern. The uh, chases Kingsbury Anna. Next was Borneo Bandit, followed by Golden Zester. It's drifted well back with back and forth. Behind those proficiency, Fire Legend, and he's on fire at the tail. The leader's Orson Laurie. He's kicked clear near home. Orson Laurie through to the semis. Beats Borneo Bandit. Third will go to Kingsbury Anna. Behind those runners was Golden Zest, the Fire Legend. So unfortunately,
1: John's just unavailable to talk about Bullet Train through the Chief Heavy Cup. But you just heard the replay of Awesome Laurie, who was terrific uh, running a track record at Grafton in a heat of the Thunderbolt, running 1965 on Saturday night. We're joined by his trainer now, Len Harris. Good morning to you, Len. Good, good day, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations. With yeah. Horsem Laurie, you must have been utterly thrilled with, with him running a track record that then got equal to a, a race later there on Saturday night in the heat at the Thunderbolt.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, they're a pair of good dogs, they are.
1: Yeah, absolutely they are and and he was he was brilliant early, wasn't he? He got the start right from that awkward draw and powered straight to the front and it was game over only a, a stride or two after the start.
5: Yeah, yeah, well they got a they got to put everything together, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, these sprint races—you, anything can happen the first couple of strides.
1: Yeah, for sure. And if he can, if he can replicate that again this week in in the semis, and then of course in the the final the week after, provided he gets through. He he's going to be a major player. There's no doubt about that. And and being a local to Grafton, I believe it's a silent lure up there. So, what advantage do you think that gives him over greyhounds that aren't necessarily locals to the to the Northern Rivers area? Yeah,
5: uh, the he's been. You know, he was born and bred here at uh, Grafton. Laurie Riffallo, um he owns him, you know, and Woi uh, Woi poultry, you know, and uh, we he couldn't breed the litter, so he sent her up here, and we bred the litter, and the whole litter's handy, and they've been they've been broken in here at Grafton, and um, you know it all it all helps when they're on their home track, you know, and and we're only got to travel, you know. 10 minutes to get to the track. And uh, it, it all, it all helps. And he's been around here quite a few times and that. And he's, uh, he's held his own, occasion, even up in the top grade. The top grade here every week is very, very strong. Yeah. And uh, he's won his fair share of them. So we just hope that he can keep going for the next two weeks.
1: Yeah, I'm sure if if he does keep going the next two weeks, and he, and he's running 1965, he's he's going to be riding both of those races. Just take us yeah. as a local, what a race like the Thunderbolt means for the area, and also for the short course dogs who who probably aren't as celebrated as 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 those that can run 500 or even the staying dogs.
5: Yeah, well, um, you know it's a big it's a big thing there's a lot of short course races especially up here um because they introduced um, a 300 and a 259 or something at lismore you know a 300 at casino and a 259 at lismore and without those uh short course racing uh i don't i'm very doubtful whether we'd be able to get fields you know? Uh, programs, you know? at, yeah. Um, you have a look wherever there's a short race on, even down, yeah, you know, the gardens and at uh, Gosford and uh, Richmond and that. Like, like, if you don't have them, you don't have programs, yeah. You know? And uh, they're very. We all can't have, um, you know, stayers and we all can't have strong 500 yard dogs, yeah, you know. but we try to get them, but uh, it doesn't always happen. So, uh, no, I think it's very, very important to the game to, uh, you know, to have the shorter races uh, in the olden days uh, when we used to punt a bit. Uh, First out, first home, you got your money, you, you didn't care whether they were 80-yard races. <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know, but, um, yeah. But, um, now I, I'm very pleased with the dog, the way other dogs coming along, all me and Evelyn are, yeah. You know? And uh, we're just ho- hoping, and uh, I'm sure there'll be... Uh, some real competition there on Saturday and then the following week. It'll be it'll be very strong. Yeah, there's a lot of good short-course dogs all over the state, there is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're certainly no stranger to having a, a good dog. Of course, you had the Gosford Cup winner and Masters Meteor winner Cosmic Bonus, who won 72 races in his career uh, for just over 400000 where does Awesome Laurie compare to uh, Cosmic Bonus as far as ability is concerned?
5: Yeah, well, um, yeah, uh, Cosmic Bonus broke a couple of track records, um, but he was more of a. He most probably would have made a good little stayer, Cosmic Bonus, but there's no future in stayers. Around this area, you know, and I, I wouldn't, um, you know, I wouldn't bump him up there. I, I said to myself, "Well, he, he's a strong five hundred yard dog, and I'll just like he raced in a lot of a lot of group races. He didn't run second, and he's just a little bit unlucky with box, you know, draws and this and that. But." Um, I think Awesome Laurie's got a little bit more pace early, but um, Cosmic Bonus was a lot better dog, you know, over 450 up to 550, yeah.
1: Yeah. And is there any chance we might see Awesome Laurie get up over in triple or is he just more a short course sprinter?
5: I, I tried him a couple of times, but he you know, over the 450 here, but he, he made a, a pretty good dog at the time, um, trapped, uh, one of Andrew Monahan's, you know, and uh, he run second and third to him a couple of times. He led him, but he just... He was a bit young at the time, and uh, then he, he broke down real bad, he did, and he's... Um, he he done a real bad injury and um, and we've got him back from that and he's starting to go pretty good again now, sort of thing. So we've just gotta hope that he keeps going.
1: Yeah, well if he if he does keep going and he, he can replicate what he did on the weekend, he's he's going to not only be a big player through this Thunderbolt series through the semis and final, but also He's going to win a lot of races up there on the northern rivers. I'm I'm sure of that. So good luck, firstly this weekend, and then if he's lucky enough to get through to the Thunderbolt final uh, in the Thunderbolt final the following week. So pleasure to talk to you, Len, and, and good luck for the upcoming couple of weeks. Right,
5: good. Thanks very much for that.
1: Thanks. There we have there we have Len Harris talking about Awesome Laurie who broke the track record in a heat of the Thunderbolt. On Saturday night and he'll be one of the players through the series, uh, the semis this weekend Uh, John Taylor's there so now we can listen to the replay of Bullet Train who was third behind Zipping Maserati in a heat of the Chief Havoc Cup Zipping Maserati out second, winning the start. Towards the inside was Franco Fernandez. They go into that first corner and Zipping Maserati got the run through. Zipping Maserati, three lengths in front as they head up towards the back. Bullet Train up to second. Then came Bell Toller, followed then by Arm Explosive. Here comes Buddy as well off as they head up towards the back. It's Zipping Mas- Maserati and has darted clear. It's dashed probably... Tw- 10 lengths in front of Bullet Train, followed then by Bell Toller. Then came Owen Explosive as, as they turned for home and Zipping Maserati too strong. Zipping Maserati scores. Now, we have a war of them for second. Bell Toller was prominent with uh, Bullet Train. Also, there was uh, Here Comes Buddy. Then came only a winner. So, there we have Bullet Train, who was placed third behind Zipping Maserati in a heat of the Chief Havoc Cup on Sunday at Guttadar, And we're joined by his trainer now, John Taylor. Good morning to you, John. Good morning. You're the only local hope from, forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, Murrah-Rundi, which is a little over an hour outside of Gunnedah. How, how does it feel being the only local hope in the Chief Havoc Cup this Sunday?
6: Well, that's pretty good to get this far, but um, I don't like his chances in the final. But anyway, he's in the final, so that's anything can happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and just talk us through the dog. I believe he weighs is it around forty kilos or so? He's he's an absolute he, giant. He races at four
6: forty point six, forty point seven kilos, and he's always been like that. He's always been a big, big pup. Um, doesn't seem to worry him. The weight doesn't seem to worry him. He seems to race better when he's
1: heavier. Yeah, that's that's quite remarkable. I don't think I've ever seen a greyhound. That big he he was third uh, the other night behind Zipping Maserati who we all know is a, a a very very good dog he he was a touch slow to begin but uh, he wasn't afraid to d- use his weight and charge through at that first corner I know he's drawn box six on the weekend is that something that he's always he's always been like that he he knows his size and he uses it to his advantage well
6: he can begin really well beat everything out. But that doesn't happen very often. Um, he usually is a slow beginner, uh, but he's, he hasn't got a hell of a lot of early pace. He's, his main pace is mid race. That's where he wins a lot of his races with his uh, mid pace race pace. And,
1: yeah, just having a look through his form, he does have a 2464 PB there at Gundadar over the 431. He's also run 29-4 at the Gardens, which is which is certainly uh, a very fast time. It was his first time at the 5.27 in the heats. Do you think he'll improve off that? And what's the, the best way for him to, to win the Chief Heavy Cup on Sunday? Pretty much try and get the start right and go straight to the front and make them try and run him down?
6: Well, if that did happen, um, I, they would have to run him down, of course. But whether he can run that 5.27 right out because... the Last Sunday was the first first five twenty seven he's had, and only his second five hundred in his lifetime. He's won a five fifteen at the Gardens, and then he went up there for the five twenty seven, and that was the second five hundred he's had. So we did improve I'm on it, all right.
1: And you and your wife just train greyhounds as a hobby in your yeah. retirement. I believe that you read Bullet Train and his brother Hut Six. Tell yeah, me, he, did. he he won at the Gardens on Friday night.
6: Yes, we read both of them. We bought them off Nola and Walsh when they were five months old, and um, they were always big pups when they were when we got them. They were twenty eight kilos when we bought them at five months old, so they have always
1: been big. Yeah, that's that is that is very big at, yeah. at five months old, and and just what would it mean as? almost a, a local to Gunnadar to, to, uh, to if if he was to cause an upset and win the Chief Outer Cup, what would that mean uh, to yourself and also your wife having greyhounds as a hobby but to, to win a feature race like that?
6: Well, for a start, we've only been training for two years and to win something like that would be exceptionally good. Be over the moon if he could do that. I'd be happy if he could just run a place
1: yeah i'm 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 sure i'm sure you would and and i know it was it was a long time ago now but did you ever see chief havoc race or no. uh, have you heard stories of him over the years
6: i have heard stories of him yeah but uh i'm not i'm not uh well i i was alive when he was racing but i never seen him race
1: yeah and yeah i'm i'm the same i'm i'm too young to to have ever seen him race but uh hearing some stories about what he was able to do on the racetrack, he, he was pretty remarkable, wasn't he?
6: Yes, and apparently he sired a phenomenal amount of pups just by natural service, too, in them days. It was a pretty big lot of phenomenal amount of pups he sired, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, he, so that seems, like, me. he seems like he was a, a, a greyhound that was one of those one, once in a generation type greyhounds, not only on the track but also off the track as well. Yeah, yeah, he was, apparently. Well, firstly, good luck with with Bullet Train uh, this week in the Chief Havoc Cup, I'm sure, with, with some luck, particularly early on in the race. Uh, he'll certainly be be in the race, and if he was to cause an upset, um, I have no doubt it will be a massive thrill for you, and also with Hut 6, uh, yeah. wherever we see him next. So good luck this weekend, John, and, and uh, I hope Bullet Train runs well for you.
6: Thank you, and I can guarantee you one thing, you'll never give up the chase. He'll chase oh, him right to the back of the catching pen.
1: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a, a trait that I'm sure everybody would love all their greyhounds to have that trait. So, yeah. a, and that will hold him in good stead going forward, no doubt about that.
6: Thank you very much.
1: There we have John Taylor who prepares Bullet Train to run in the Chief Havoc Cup this weekend. We're joined now by Jared Daffy, who's going to take us through some some tab markets for the feature races. This week, firstly, good morning to you, Daph. Good morning, Matt. The 7.15 this week, half a million dollar staying race, which is staying race in the world. Cracking field assembled, isn't it? And yeah. Just take us through the market. Who's, who's favourite for the race?
0: You're right about that. Now, Miss Esme, we did put up $3.60. Of course, she's got the red. She's into 2.90, really the only one they want in the market. Uh, behind her, Box 2, OO Range at $4, Jarrett Bale $4, Line of Quality, Box 4 at 11 Sound of Silence 8, Draco Bale 34 Gypsy Wong at 8 and Corborn Magic at $10. It's been a little bit of interest in Jarrett Bale and Line of Quality at the prices they are, but most uh, are happy to be with the favourite at the moment, Miss Esme, currently $2.90. Yeah,
1: it looks a bit of a race where those that are drawn down near the rails... Uh, they could they could just dominate the race. All the speed seems to be down there near the inside. So if they can all if they all jump and and, and charge into that first turn and keep those out wide at bay, it, it could then develop into an inside box race. Uh, of course, on Sunday we've we'll, we've got the Chief Heavy Cup. Jason McKay uh, trained the the three heat winners uh, there last Sunday, and he's he's got a, a dominant hand in the final this week.
0: Yeah, look, he certainly has, and fantastic has come up with the red. Uh, she's at two twenty-five. dollars Bell Toller at $26, Lecter seven fifty. One of the other, McKay um, Runners, zipping Maserati, Fox Forward $2.60, Devil Dodger 26 Fuller Train 10 Fat Boys Dream 17 and Lucky Lance at $15. So I would think, on what we saw last week, and given the profile of the trainer and the dogs that the two that head the market there fantastic raven and zipping maserati i don't think those prices are going anywhere at this point in time the interest has been with fantastic raven i guess those who watch to Dark are can probably appreciate that someone in short run to the first turn she's got whips of speed so looks like she might just um, get to that uh first turn in front just depends where zipping maserati is behind her
1: yeah absolutely and and it looks on paper that they're the two-class runners, so you'd, yep. you'd be a, a little bit surprised if they didn't fight the, the finish out there on Sunday this week. Now we head north, up up your way, the Flying Amy Classic heats this Friday night. I was only just going through the, the fierce just before I came on air, and, boy, there's some stunning heats there on Thursday night.
0: They are sensational heats. and we've got five of those. Um, they've come from near and far from it The prices have actually just opened up For the heats this week And I've only had a quick look down them, So I'm doing this from memory But I know in the first heat Black Comanche, the local star, has got the red uh, He's at $3.20 We've got Shee Savage in there Milligan for Tony Brett He's around about the $3 mark And French Martini Who obviously all your, your listeners would know For Peter Loggiani drawn out in Box 7 A tricky draw, particularly with sheep drawn Insider But... Um, She's well in the market as well. She's the favourite. I think around ran about the dollar eighty, dollar ninety mark. But she trialled here two weeks ago, uh, before the meeting, twenty nine seventy five. Uh, so quite clearly, she handled the track on that occasion. Uh, the second heat. Well, we've got this Victorian star, Emron Boy, for Brooke Ennis Box Two. He's open short. He's a dollar fifty five. I think he trialled there last week, twenty nine fifty six. He's been around Sandown in twenty nine oh seven. Uh, Dusty Birbsky, another of the Victorians, uh, drawn out in box six, but he trailed Ordinary last week. And Spring Elegance, uh, which we've seen set the track at light at, uh, Dub over the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's got box four for Josh Board. The third heat, Panama Pepper, one of the Steve Withers Greyhounds coming across from the West. Respectability, Grafton Cup winner. It's got a picket density side its name. It's last two wins at, uh, Albion Park around about that 20, 29-60 uh, mark. And this shows you the depth of the race. Now, we've seen Gypsy Dell last couple of weeks, uh, run around 2970 mark there, enormous runs. Uh, she's drawn out in box seven. She's $6.50, Matt. The fourth heat, uh, we've got, uh, Good Odds Emma, which was a fantastic performance the other night, went second behind Good Odds Cash. Uh, McEwen Bales there and Big Opal Rocks, uh, the Victorian star. Not that well drawn out in box eight. He's desperate for the fence, but he's got a massive motor as we know. He's the dollar eight favourite. And the final uh, heat, uh, Spring Patriot for Scott Ford. it trial quick here a couple of weeks ago. Decimate for Jason Thompson's been racing well. Reparty Rock, uh, Reparty rocks trial on Thursday night around about the 29.70 mark. And a speech from Victoria called Pazienza. Box 8 there for Gavin Clifton. So there's just depth in every single heat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I was just going through the markets as you were... As you were talking, and yeah, that that third heat, seeing Gypsy Dell at six dollars fifty with how she's won her last two is is pretty remarkable, and it just shows the the depth of of that heat. And and to be fair, there's a little bit of speed with those drawn down near the rails. Ambora Tiger, Panama Pepper, respectability, and if if they if they jam themselves up at the yeah. first corner, Gypsy Dale, we know she's not she's not going to be with them early. That's for sure. But we know how strong she is. So if they give her any sort of chance to be able to run them down, she's she's a, I think she's a value player. that $6.50 and, and just you just hope that she's close enough, I suppose, coming off the back straight.
0: Yeah, look, I couldn't argue with that at all. I was, uh, I was actually surprised to see the price and have time to go and take it. Yet, but rest assured, I'm going to.
1: Yeah, I might have something on as well. And just with that first heat, French Martini, uh, I know you... Uh, trying to do it off the top of your head, thought she was about a dollar ninety five. She's actually two fifty. Black Comanche three twenty, and Milligan at three dollars fifty. But uh, yeah, there's some incredible heats there for the the Flying Amy Classic. And there's uh, with the way the box draws are, there's probably a little bit of value uh, to be found as well. Emron Boy, uh, he probably looks the 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 lone favourite yeah. where you, you would be you'd be pretty certain that. Uh, you, you could take the price about him and be, and be pretty confident, particularly drawn close to the rail there.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Great nights racing coming up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a big night there at Albion Park on Thursday and then a big weekend, of course, with the, the Gardens on Saturday and the Chief Havoc Cup on Sunday.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it and, of course, uh, the Brisbane Cup's not far away as well and I guess most of those Ants are going around on a flying only Thursday night. We'll be there and there'll be a few others uh, venturing north as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really into full swing, that uh, that Brisbane Carnival, and it's it's going to be a crackerjack few weeks up there. So we'll chat again soon, Daff, and, and the best of luck to you. Thanks, Matt. There we have Jared Daffy from the tab taking us through all the, the markets for this week's Big Greyhound races in Queensland and then, of course, here locally in New South Wales. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds today. Uh, the podcast will be up online this afternoon. Till next week, take care and many winners.